0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the world as we know it for episode two of this uh, of our uh, revamped edition uh, with me Kyle Johnson
1: and me Emily Dwyer
0: and uh, we have a pretty uh, politically packed episode here today um, for it's been about two weeks since we got to record mm-hmm. the last episode so there, there's been uh, a Quite a few things that have been going around, uh, specifically with Canada. I I don't know. I feel like we've made we've been making international news so much. So much. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah, and not not good publicity. I don't feel
0: or not publicity. That's the wrong word. But no. Yeah. (laughs) Not for good reason. I suppose. No. Not not the greatest reasons. Yeah. Um, and one of the first uh, reasons that canada has been in uh, international headlines over the past uh, 2 weeks or so is the current spat between the uh to to for lack of a better word no
1: no i think it's a great word
0: <laughs> between uh india and uh canada right now the the governments really of both uh nations so just to really do a, a quick and dirty summary of mm-hmm. uh what is going on there is a uh there i should say there was a uh a sick um nationalist as far as i'm aware who was living in canada uh and the indian government especially over the past few years uh under modi has not taken too kindly to people like this and they uh accused him of terrorism and to the best knowledge of canada and a number of uh its allied countries it seems like india had a hand in murdering him basically on canadian soil yes uh which is uh it's quite the thing to happen isn't it
1: yeah, I know. I fe- it feels like, um, like when I first started hearing about it in the news, I was like, "Wow, this is this feels weird." It's like not movie esque, but d- do you know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: no, for sure.
1: Like it's kind, it's just kind. It feels not so out there, but I don't know <laughs> something.
0: Well, it feels like you know, uh, specifically with Canada, because you have some instances of. of, of similar situations happening in the past uh just think a couple of years ago of the uh drawing a blank on his name but the uh iranian general that trump had executed basically yes a little bit yep. of a different situation but but a similar kind of thing so so it's mm-hmm. not unheard of that a situation like this would happen but kind of the fact that it did happen in canada with such kind of uh under such politically charged circumstances and uh, that, yeah, the, mo- mostly that it, that it's happened within Canada against a Western country instead of uh, yeah, somewhere in the developing world. And uh, and it's be- a conflict really between two states, which, again, in the West you don't see as much of uh, in the past mm-hmm. 30, 40 years. It's m- mostly warfare against terrorists quote-unquote uh yeah and actual terrorists obviously yeah (laughs) uh and uh and other non-state actors so to really see a conflict like this between Canada and another uh another country is, is 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 it's pretty surprising
1: yeah I I think that that's what I thought most when I first heard about it um was just that I was surprised um and then I was also kind of surprised that we were hearing about it at what feels like such a, like such a beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it, cause it's, it's not like, okay, like Trudeau said, okay, I have, you know, document A, B, and C that says that this actually happened. Yeah. Do you know? It's just kind of like, well, I feel, <laughs> not I feel, obviously, I'm sure he has proof that they... he's just not giving, um. Yeah, but they, they've
0: had intelligence for a while. Yes, no, yeah.
1: Um, but but have, did you see what the um what the what the um oh my god, uh the premier of was it BC was saying, I'm um, sure. he he was saying that um he did like a a news conference, um, and he was saying that he received information from Csis that said um that he defined as being just kind of like open source um, stuff that you could just kind of find on the internet and that he accused um, and then he accused um, uh, Trudeau of not being forthcoming with the information. So he seemed to believe that there was more that they just weren't telling him. Um, But I mean, obviously we'll, we'll never know. And we won't know.
0: Yeah. It's um, always just kind of things we're going to be. Yes. uh, Yeah.
1: Obviously. Um, but yeah, no, I just find it interesting, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I think, um, there is, there is a, a pretty rich history there too. Um, actually Canada has the largest, uh, portion of Sikh people outside of India itself. Um, uh, I think they're about one or so percent of the population of Canada, so it's a pr- pretty, yeah. sizable minority um mm-hmm. and uh, obviously there have been incidents in the in the past uh such as uh the um the uh the uh oh my god drawn a blank for the term for it but the uh airplane bombing uh in in nineteen eighty five that's okay. a, a a um again a, a sick nationalist had committed that happened uh, over Canadian territory and and mm-hmm. and involved a lot of uh, Canadians within within the attack. So so it's there is a history here, um, but it's uh, very. I don't know. Let me put it this way: It wasn't on my twenty twenty three bingo card to see yeah. Trudeau going after the Indian government for yeah. something like this. Uh, so you don't you don't necessarily expect uh, to. Not to say that Trudeau is right-wing, but two uh, center-to-right-wing countries mm-hmm. kind of butting heads like this in, in yeah. 2023. Two, yeah. well, Canada's not a nuclear power, but we're close enough to the United States that we may as well be. Yeah. And uh, India is a nuclear power, so there's kind of that element of it, too, that's yeah, uh, a little bit frightening.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, yeah... That's that's a very good point that I hadn't really considered. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see how this progresses. Again, it's really hard to really hard to say too much about it. I was uh, I was pretty happy with Trudeau's response, to be honest. Um, as everything unfolded, because the past few years. Uh, since Modi has been elected in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, there has been a lot of not great policies to come out of India and a lot of not great rhetoric against some of the other, uh, m- uh, minority groups, non Hindus within the country. Yeah. Um, and Modi is, you know, a far right kind of fascistic figure on the world stage, mm-hmm. uh, his election was a big win for the for the far right globally so it, it's kind of good to see uh Trudeau and Canada in general take a pretty firm stand against a country like this um and yeah again it's surprising it's not it's not something that I I would have anticipated uh Canada to do e- even with India possibly executing this attack you know it's, you could so easily see something like this uh, being swept under the rug.
1: Yeah, I I guess that is true too. it's it's nice to see him actually, I guess stand up and not be not walked all over, but um I guess in a way, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I I, I fully agree that, that it is it's showing a bit of a backbone and it's not in a yes, kind of a, yeah. a, a nationalist, oh they're they, you know, India's coming after us or whatever, but I I'm happy with it more from a place of uh the Indian government right now is is uh oppressing a lot of minorities within their own mm-hmm. country. This yeah. ha- has a direct link to that and for Trudeau mm-hmm. to actually firmly come out and not mince words about how that is wrong, uh I think yes. that, that that's yeah. something that is just is politically a good thing to see.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Uh,
0: but yeah, we'll definitely keep uh keep watching this, see if any more comes out of it. I mean, this this might be the end of it, really. At this point, now it's been a few days, and I haven't really heard too much yeah. new uh information coming out about it. Yeah,
1: I'm interested to see if anything else, if anything more does come from it, though. Um. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, definitely I. Maybe we need to be taking a closer look at, at India itself with all of this, because, again, over the past few years, uh, Modi's government has really cracked down on uh, on uh, Sikh nationalists, uh, especially those in the Punjab region. Yes. You know, it's been kind of a, a back and forth for, for many, many years, obviously, when you start getting into <laughs> the histories of formerly colonized countries, uh, <laughs> it gets really messy so uh yeah The all all we can say is uh we'll keep our eyes on it and and uh, mm-hmm. and you know what Ho- hopefully this this is kind of the the end of this little episode and and hopefully
1: yeah uh, hopefully it doesn't escalate anymore yeah. than yeah. it needs to
0: yeah hopefully maybe there'll be a a bit of a change in government in india after the next election but who knows we yeah
1: we certainly don't (laughs) yeah we
0: don't and uh and we'll just see uh what the future holds for us
1: absolutely
0: so i feel like that story did not make canada look that bad in fact it made us look pretty okay on the world stage yeah anyways (laughs) uh so let's move to uh a couple of stories that make us look not good and yeah, remind us not, why really not remind us why for most of the time we do this podcast yeah <laughs> to, to just shit completely on yeah. the entirety of canada and uh, yeah. canadian culture and yeah uh how about this uh what is it one million march for children
1: yeah that has how taken about place it?
0: uh well, it was a few weeks ago now that this happened, yeah, yeah, um, but actually uh we can tie this into a, a few of the things that are currently happening in my town right now because I don't know if you've heard, but there are a few convoyers that have no yes, that have decided <gasps> to they've decided to come back, um
1: oh no Kyle and,
0: uh, and yeah they they had some protests. On parliament uh yesterday uh october 4th um yeah i haven't had any encounters with them uh yeah yet there's not that many uh uh it's not as many as last time the the extent of it yeah. is, is is far lower but uh they're here <laughs> and, wow
1: is there any talks of it like becoming bigger or is this just kind of like a an offshoot
0: of well i think the thing the is the first is one it is more of an offshoot of the first one mm-hmm. they they have like an official name for it honestly uh i i don't even have the bandwidth enough to 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 get yeah talk about no. them on their own terms but no um there have been a few a few releases from uh from like the uh Ottawa police force just mm-hmm. as like a heads up that there's vehicular protests <laughs> possibly being planned throughout the city they had wow. uh, they had like a little encampment uh a, a little ways outside of ottawa where they met and then they kind of they drove in uh wow. and uh, i
1: have not heard about that that's yeah yeah really something
0: and it's 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 the same stuff as yeah. what, what we're just about to talk about now—the kind of the larger wave of anti LGBTQ plus uh, protests, uh, you know, protests to quote unquote save the children, yes, uh, or save whatever. the
1: indoctrination of children.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's they definitely hate that, don't they? Indoctrinating children—that's <laughs> the one thing famously totally. that the right despises they really yeah. hate indoctrinating children it's yeah, not like they want to burn a bunch of books and make it so that they can only read the books that they like mm-hmm. and also force them to go to church every single sunday mm-hmm. and force them to not learn about evolution or anything else that goes against what the bible says you know fa- famously the right does none of these things
1: no um, how could they yeah, they they're... only care about our children
0: and free speech yep. yeah free speech mm-hmm. so <laughs> all across the country uh a couple of weeks ago there were uh pretty pretty significant protests
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mainly organized again by the by these uh right-wing groups and then even larger for the most part counter protests who showed up uh at the uh at the same places, uh capitals across the country, right? Yep. Um so on honestly, this this is one thing that uh that makes me really sad and uh and I think is the scariest maybe outside of climate change is the scariest issue that we're facing right now. Yeah, Just
1: I to- think so too. And I think more so for me, at least, it's made more scary because, and I keep saying this to everyone that I talk about this with, but I felt like for a few years there, we were really okay as a society. Um, Not really okay, but not this bad. You know, I thought that there had been some strides made with, you know, people being gay, like, you know, it felt like it was kind of okay you know or that's how other people felt yeah, no. you know um but now i since you know in the last few years i feel like we've done just a full 180 on it yeah. and we're back to like the dark times
0: 100% i mean this whole you know the groomer discourse you know call, yep. calling anyone who even just supports or is a vocal ally of LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. people, a, a groomer and a pedophile. I mean, that that's yep. that's rhetoric that had been, uh, you know, dead 20 years ago. Yeah, really? exactly. Re- like, yep. At that time, people understood, hey, it's wrong to just say this about this entire group of people. And I think neither one of us want to make it seem like there was no... Uh, anti-gay or anti-trans bigotry in you know in in 2010 or whatever
1: oh yeah no god and it was obviously there yeah yeah
0: but the the amounts of violence of vitriol of active you know fascist organizing against them of mobs calling for people to get fired and and for people to be harmed and yeah, it, 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 the extreme measures that so many of these people are are going to uh is is something that we haven't seen in in a very very long time
1: yeah like the the protests were they were they were bordering or at least like i think i'm not sure about other places but the protest here um and I know like a few other places, like specifically in Atlantic Canada, were bordering on on violent. Yeah. Um and which is very scary. Yeah. Um yeah. And I, I just I'm just not sure what happened that made everyone or you know, not everyone, but those people start again.
0: You know? Yeah, I I, I, I really don't know what what sparked this i mean there's obviously there's been discourse for years i, I mean i remember talking about bathroom bills back in 2016 2017 yeah you yeah. know uh so it it's it's been around but it, the, like we've been saying the rhetoric hasn't been the same as it as it as it's gotten in the last in the last couple of years and I mean the right wing always always does this right they find some kind of issue that they can create mm-hmm. right it's not a real issue none of this actually yeah I mean it matters for gay and trans people but if we let gay if we left them alone and just let them you know live and accepted mm-hmm. their own identity there'd be no issues there no one yes. no specifically most working-class Canadians would be affected by this not at all you know yeah <laughs> right.
1: Because, it's, because those people are those people being you know straight sis yeah uh pe- people people yeah. are making are making the issue and are talking about it more than gay and trans people even do yeah like they're the they're ones more, that are obsessed with it they are shoving it in our faces as they like to say i'm quote-unquote you know I was gonna say Um,
0: the exact same thing that they're way more obsessed with sex and gender than anyone on the left is
1: yes yes like no one is talking about it except for you guys
0: um you know when we were going to elementary school Mm -hmm. there would have been you know very little issues about acknowledging the fact that a student had two dads Or had two moms. Yep. You know. I agree. I I had family members uh who were gay or lesbian. Yep. And it was presented to me very kind of uh bluntly, I guess, you know, just that this is this you know, this is a fact. It's as simple as some people have two moms, some people have two dads. You know. And now that even saying that is being made illegal right yeah Th- this is yeah. kind of expanding the conversation a- outside of just the protests because i i think the protests are just a very they're a very visible manifestation mm-hmm. of kind of all of this cultural stuff that's happening in the background yeah um and and yeah it really is really is sad to see and and so many people get caught up in it when it when as we've said it's it is just this issue that the right has made out of thin air yeah. you know yeah. just and it's and it's so easy to get find concerned parents quote-unquote yes who yep you know maybe some of them genuinely are but most of them they're part of a part of conservative organizations they're media yeah. trained they're not just random yeah. parents because the vast majority of random parents don't have too much of an issue with the things that are being taught in school it's only now that there is being more uh concern about it yeah because they think there is an issue because the right wing is constantly harping that there is an issue you know what i mean
1: yeah well i mean if you like you know if you're part of the working class you know and you're just, you're going to work every day you're not really paying attention to the news and then all of a sudden you see this article on like facebook say that says like the schools are grooming our kids you know you're gonna be like oh what's happening and then you know yeah i don't
0: know yeah and and it's it's just yeah i mean obviously blatantly untrue uh I, I don't even know how how to even start getting into that idea because you have you have to be so far removed from actual reality to think yeah. that schools are just basically grooming facilities yep. that are trying to convert your children yeah uh and you know I the feel- other thing about this is is just the anti-education reality. yeah yeah
1: yeah, the anti critical thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think another part, and honestly, maybe the most scary to me and the like the saddest is, um, are the laws, or I guess not the laws, but the bills, or I don't know what you would call them. Um, that governments are trying to implement for like, schools, like New Brunswick, so that has already done. Yes, yeah. New Brunswick and oh, Plain Higgs and. Um, Saskatchewan and um, the I don't know if you've seen but here the I think he's running for PC leadership um, I'm blanking on his name at the moment um, but he wants to he got on NTV news and want, he wants to introduce something like it too um, like say like if you're under 16 the school has to tell your parents if you want to change your name or your pronouns um,
0: I mean this is, is, is going to harm right? This this has never been a policy.
1: No, never. And it's like it's going to. It's going to negatively impact kids. Obviously, um. Yeah, it's it's gonna cause really horrible things to happen. Well,
0: the thing is, is it's not really about the kids, is it? Yeah, uh, Yeah. control yeah and that's the way that conservatives see their Mm -hmm. children they see them as little beings that they have complete control over over Mm -hmm. you know they don't see them as other fully fledged human beings which is what they are they're just they're just small they're just young yeah but they're still as human as any adult whether they're 82 or 12. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Oh,
1: yeah. And they still, like, they have they have, well, feelings, number one, and number two, the ability to learn. Yeah. Like, and you you know, no one is saying that you have to go up to a six-year-old and explain the in-depth ways that you know, all of this works, but, you know, if you just teach them to be kind and accepting and give them some information, they're going to Like, they're going to accept that and understand it and just move on.
0: Like, it's really not that hard for anyone, especially children, because they they absorb things super Mm -hmm. easily to understand Mm -hmm. this person goes by he, him, or this person goes by they, them pronouns. You know, it's not, it's it's literally as simple as that. You don't have to wade in to the complexities of gender. Or the biol like, you know, no, the biology just, of sex. It's just Yeah, like
1: this person's name is Kyle. Like it
0: It's literally the it's same very thing. Very simple. That, that, that's that that's the thing that's so uh dumbfounding about it is that their rhetoric is so hypocritical because mm-hmm. it's the exact same ways uh that we that we talk about uh cisgender people and straight people mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about trans and the lgbtq community more widely talking about them the same way that that's all that's really being yeah. taught or asked to be taught you know what For i mean sure. it's not a very yeah. it's not extremely a radical idea to oh this kindergarten teacher is going to break down how gender is a social construct and start yeah. reading them Judith Butler or something like that. Uh, yeah. This is what these people think is happening oh, in no. like grade one. It's just, it, it's, it's not going to happen. It never has happened. No. and It never will happen like that. It's just basic education about our world. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, they want to deny conservatives have always done this they want to deny reality they want Mm -hmm. reality to be what they want it to be and everything that contradicts that gets brushed aside and in the worst case scenarios oppressed and pushed down and you know receive violence like we see coming out of these protests and and all all of that rhetoric so
1: yeah exactly
0: it's really scary how how easy it's been for them to organize around this
1: yeah i agree you
0: know because there's there there's been a few attempts over the past couple years i mean you go back to 2020 and the you know the anti-black lives matter you know Mm -hmm. all all lives matter movement for lack of a better term uh that you know and the anti-critical race theory in schools you know that that was hot for a minute, but it didn't really go anywhere. It didn't win no. anyone any elections. Um, yeah, and you know there, there's been other examples of them doing stuff like that in the past. A Canadian example, around the same time, maybe maybe a year or so later, uh, the residential school denialists started popping. Yeah, and, and they're still You're, around. But again. Are not something that's not winning. Yeah, yeah not something that's winning conservatives elections not yeah. something that most people really want to touch i mean we saw what happened to the conservative in manitoba for you know putting her foot down and refusing to to search the the landfill right yeah like she she very badly lost yes <laughs> thankfully yeah right yeah thankfully uh so so you know th- those were not winning strategies for the right but something about this save the children groomer narrative is really galvanizing a, a sizable amount of people it seems like
1: yeah i agree yeah it's it's very scary cuz i i don't see it kind of slowing down anytime soon
0: no no i don't i don't think so either yeah but it's really it's really hard to say you know when 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 episodes like this uh are gonna end you know yeah it it, it seems that's true obviously this is this is it's being channeled much more uh you know big p politically right through through actual political institutions but yeah it reminds me a lot of like the satanic panic of the late 80s 90s where you know just general witch hunts where they just label everyone a witch or label everyone a groomer, and then uh, it, it's specifically used against people that they want to target for other cultural or political reasons. And then, yeah. you know, just used to oppress them. You know, I, I, I see that this in the same way, but this one is much more pernicious because it's political and because they're, you know, actively organizing in the streets mm-hmm. as, as basically fascist mobs, <laughs> right? yeah so yeah i mean a lot can change in a couple of years absolutely uh, so again this is another one that we will just uh I- i'm sure that we'll be talking about this a lot as 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 more things happen because I-, I think it's at the top of, of both of our minds
1: absolutely for sure
0: um and then the last thing uh to bring the utmost shame to our country and to go from uh, what I have labeled fascist to what every human being that's lived post-1945 has labeled fascist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Canada had a Nazi speak in Parliament, and he was specifically invited to do that by the Speaker of the House... Mm-hmm. And then got a standing ovation. And got a standing ovation. Yeah. Uh what a sentence. <laughs> again, not on my twenty-three bingo card. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. So whatever happened, uh uh Vladimir Zelensky. Is that his first name? Did I, get I think that right? so? Uh yeah, I think so. He made a diplomatic visit to Canada and uh, as a part of welcoming him there uh, to Parliament and um, to basically celebrate Ukraine in general and to celebrate their history and Mm -hmm. their resistance. They invited a uh, Ukrainian veteran as they framed it who fought in the Second World War against the Russians yeah, that's how it was framed on uh, yes, yeah. on the House floor. Um, even that, for for a room full of elected politicians, that sentence right there should have given them a little bit of pause. I thought the same thing. <laughs> you know, uh, like, yeah. th- do they know that we were we were allies with Russia during the Second World War, or do or they just see Russia in twenty twenty three and think bad?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i i really don't know i i really yeah i don't know like i don't know how it it, happened
0: if i was one of those politicians any one of them from any party standing Mm -hmm. in that chamber clapping i'd feel so embarrassed i'd feel so ashamed you know that like very very shameful you know to 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 not even pick up on that it's it's crazy
1: (laughs) it is it is i agree yeah
0: um so yeah this guy is is what he's 98 or something like that he's in his 90s yeah 98 Uh, i think and uh he was a part of the uh waffen ss voluntary okay so he was not drafted He, he voluntarily joined the actual literal nazi army uh and he was celebrated in our parliament and of course uh there is only one person that was uh, uh, ever going to take the fall for this, and it was the Speaker himself. Mm-hmm. He has since resigned. Yep. We have a new Speaker. But let's be honest, he's probably not the sole person responsible for this.
1: No, I was thinking. I mean, he 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 is obviously not. Yeah. I just, I really don't understand how it gets past so many people. Yeah, are like, we I mean, no... how are we doing background? Like,
0: <laughs> it's not even a background check. This guy has a no, Wikipedia I, I, page. I, I just...
1: yeah, that's true. Oh, does
0: he? I'm pretty I sure. I, I can oh. I can fact check that real quick. I'm pretty sure this guy is like, th- this is not, not obviously not a, not extremely famous. No, but... but not an absolute. You know, just random person. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me one second. You can keep talking while I search for this.
1: Yeah, I just if if he does have a Wikipedia page, then that would be even worse. Um but I really just don't understand how they would invite someone to like to speak without figu- figuring out who he is and what he has done.
0: Um uh I can confirm. Now, this is this is uh Hard to say. Now I'm th- thinking about it. This could have been created after, s- s- yes, yeah, since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does have a Wikipedia page right now. Wow. So, so it's like, even if this specific page did not exist before he was invited to Parliament, it's not that hard to find this information out. Uh, yeah. And he is a Canadian now. He he lives in Canada. He yeah. he lives in North Bay, Ontario. Um. Disgusting. What else do you say about it? Absolutely. Disgusting. I know. Yeah. So disgusting.
1: And and so embarrassing. Is that the right word? Embarrassing. Just, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yep.
0: And it's uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to make it out to, to sound like, uh, you know, we're oh, we're pro Russia or anything no. like that because that that's no. that's the furthest thing from from the, the truth for either of us. Yes. uh but it's hard to look at how Canada and the rest of the west has handled the entirety of the the Ukraine situation uh without being like this is bad this is this is western imperialism mm-hmm. to its finest this yes. is whitewashing of history to its finest yep. you know just because Russia is bad and imperialist and uh and has done bad things in the past and continues to do bad things. That doesn't mean we now have carte blanche to, you know, support Nazis, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: We, we still have uh, cultural rules and legal rules, which mm-hmm. is, I don't know if you've seen, Poland has requested that uh, this guy uh, be extradited. Uh <gasps> sentencing, right? Because that that's uh, that's what yeah. Pol- That's what Poland does to former yeah. Nazis. Uh, yeah. what most countries should do to former Nazis, to, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, not not no just let them agree. Yeah, not just mm-hmm. let them live in no. uh you know, in peace and harmony out in North Bay. Uh yeah. we usually at least like to make sure that uh, people who committed genocide are locked behind bars for the rest of their yeah. lives. You know. Yeah. Uh, and
1: I yeah I think the part that got me,
0: espe like obvious Nazis all
1: Nazis bad, um, but volunteer Nazi
0: yeah,
1: um, extra bad just
0: yeah no yeah, no it's just really bad
1: really bad all around
0: yeah uh and and it's really I find it emblematic of the of this whole Canada's whole relationship with Ukraine in light of of the Russian invasion is that it's kind of went wholesale in 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 the opposite direction of Russia to just support Ukraine no matter what. Yeah. Um when that's honestly it's it's uh if you're trying to avoid war and conflict, it's not a good foreign policy. Um yeah. you know, and I I generally want to avoid war and conflict. Um and just why Why countries would want to, well, obviously there, there's many reasons why they'd want to take sides in this situation, mm-hmm. but you, you'd think a kind of a political and military situation that's unfolding in a different continent that is po- pretty politically removed from your own domestic situation, you wouldn't really want to wade into that outside of we're pursuing a diplomatic solution to this.
1: Yeah. But okay, I agree with that. I,
0: I mean, obviously, that's not what Canada and the United States have done. They've just funneled a bunch of weapons to Ukraine and mm-hmm. done as much as they can to support them without outright provoking uh, Russia. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I don't know, I think, it's a, I think it's a bad policy all around. I think it's bad morally all around on all sides, on the Russian side, on the Ukrainian side, and on the, on the Western side. Uh, and and this this situation it's just emblematic of of so much of that.
1: Yeah. Have you seen that um, Trudeau is thinking about releasing the names of um, Nazis or I guess
0: I haven't seen Nazis. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I uh, thought those them those that like went to Canada.
1: Yeah, I think so. Hmm. um i I saw an article about it earlier, and I just looked it up because I was curious um and I'm just reading it here now. um it says that he's looking carefully at releasing names of ex Nazis in Canada
0: i would be I'd be very, very interested in that um I mean it's no surprise that a lot of them ended up in in the west like that in countries like the United States and Canada the United States very infamously had a uh had a plan called Operation Paperclip, which was basically them poaching uh Nazi scientists to have immunity if they moved to the United States and worked with the United yeah. States government. Um and, you know, it's no no shocker that other countries have also done or would have done similar things. Um but you think by 2023 we we'd be able to uh i don't know i, I, I to be honest the, the fact that this is even kind of an issue is is uh astounding to me that yeah the, the, i agree the fact that we have to say hey these guys were bad mm-hmm. these were these were not good guys uh yeah. it, it's just god it's 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 terrifying i don't
1: I don't know if this is related to this but um and I, I don't know if you've seen but i think it was a few days ago maybe the beginning of the week there was an older man spotted in grand falls windsor um in I a like a was, nazi yes uniform, yeah he was yeah.
0: out shopping in a, in, a, yeah. in a straight up nazi uniform yeah you know, yeah I, and i
1: i really thought that we had that we were past I, I just, I really thought as a society, everyone knew Nazis are bad.
0: I mean, I think. I really thought that. It, it, I thought that too for a minute, but unfortunately we're, I know, we're naive optimists. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, no. I think it ties in and it's, it's inextricably related to the last story that we talked about because yeah. the growth of fascism in the West is rooted in this kind of anti-groomer, Anti-LGBTQ movement, mm-hmm. right? That that's you're seeing so many Nazi flags at these yeah. protests, yes. right? And obviously just now just people suffering. people across the country in in Newfoundland, which is not a place you'd think this would happen, just mm-hmm. straight up wearing Nazi uniforms in public. Um, you know that that's an explicit call for violence, using this imagery, organizing around the this imagery. That is an explicit call for violence against numerous minority groups namely jewish people and namely lgbtq plus people yeah uh and and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of threads that you can tie between the actual nazis and this kind of modern quote-unquote anti-groomer movement where the first group that the nazis persecuted in many ways were lgbtq plus people in germany at the time uh you know um, uh I've drawn a blank at his name, but they had uh the first uh like sex and gender clinic in in the West at the least, yes. in Germany, and he was doing uh amazing research into into uh what we now know today as as transgender people, and all of that is destroyed. He was persecuted, and mm-hmm. uh anyone involved in any groups like that were persecuted uh yeah. under the Nazis and it's the same rhetoric that is being used right now so i i really don't think you can really separate those last two stories uh yeah i agree it's i agree it's terrifying it really is it's sad So scary yep uh and uh yeah we just gotta hope that enough people have enough sense to stand up to people who who want to push the poundry like that and say no this is this is this at the very least is a hard line that we're not willing to go to uh societally
1: yeah yeah hopefully hopefully Hopefully.
0: you know uh and again i'm sure the the rise of the far right is something that that we will also keep talking about uh, definitely i don't yeah yeah again another one of those things that that we i i don't think neither one of us sees slowing down in the in the in the near future at the very least yeah
1: absolutely not absolutely not unfortunately
0: um well with that uh on that lovely note <laughs> on that uh, lovely note this this episode we're, we're gonna have to call it like uh shame or something like that yeah just shame 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 shame, shame. uh shame,
1: shame, doom doom
0: yeah uh, any final thoughts or, or I don't uh, think so yeah I think I think that's about it for me as well this week so uh, thanks everyone for, uh, for tuning in and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with maybe a little bit lighter news uh, maybe we can talk about the Manitoba election next time yes
1: I think that's a great idea
0: and until then, uh, we will see you all.